I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On the Line. I'm here with a guest that I have been very excited about because I have been a lover of Neom products for years, and I'm going to get into that momentarily. But please welcome Nicola Elliott, who is the founder of Neom. Thank you for having me. Welcome I'm very excited show. to be here. Oh, I, well, we were just talking about how you commute all the time. I know. It's a pretty mad life. Yeah, it is. But, you know, I suppose it kind of links in a way to the Neom. Well, it does link to the Neom story. But, you know, when I started Neom, so I was a journalist for years and I lived, you know, eight years in Islington, so not far from studios here and four years in Richmond and I loved it. And then I had my little boy and London's kind of tough with kids yeah. and starting a business, you know, and living in a you know house the size of a shoebox and being that far away from him. And I just kind of got pushed out. But now I come down every week with work and it's really weird. Like I can't imagine living in the north full time, but I can't imagine living in London. So it's a hybrid and it works. Wow. And are, are, do you ever take a week off from coming to London? My ideal, I actually think the perfect life is living outside of London and commuting in three weeks out of four. I've worked out that's the, the perfect with that's one nice. week of a break. Because, you know, you can be a mum back, you know, back at home with the kids. You come here and I have two nights where I can work really long hours and get up early and focus on that. Yep. Um, and, and then just have that week of break. So right. I've toyed with it every which way, and I think that's the perfect. I, I want to get the perfect schedule for me down. <laughs> that's what I need to be doing. So many people say to me when they've had a kid, like, how do you manage you know, yeah. work and life and a business not being in London? And I'm like, you know, you can do the commutes fine. Yeah. Like in London, it takes nearly an hour to get anywhere. I mean, that's right? true. Doesn't it? Yeah. You know, even if you're going kind of on the northern line from one end to the other. Yeah. So... There you go. Oh, my goodness. For those people who maybe are listening and haven't tried any of your products or aren't familiar with the brand, how would you describe Neom? And what does the word Neom mean? I've never oh, known. Do you know what? It's not that interesting story, Neom. Like the, the name. And obviously the brand is with the name. <laughs> it's my initials and my business partner's initials. Oh, okay. And actually, when we were starting the company, 
it was really hard to find a domain name that you could own. It is very know? hard. Yeah, and it, it was still hard back then. I mean, Neon's like 14 years old, but it was hard back then. And we were oh. like, that sounds kind of cool and sort of ommy and, yeah. you know, like four letter words and, 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 and all that kind of stuff. So, so that was the story of the name, which is not that interesting. Mm-hmm. But the story of the brand is more interesting. Right. So we have always been about well-being. So I was a journalist, as I said, for, you know, 10 years nearly. A beauty journalist or? Uh, well, no, actually, I did celebrities and covers. But, you know, you're very you're very much in a small team, so you're kind of involved. And if I use this actress and we shoot with these beauty products and this look and this fashion and whatever else, sort of bringing it together. I was associate editor by the time I left at Glamour magazine. Oh, right. And I loved it. Um, but, you know, I just really came to this point in my life where I felt my own stress bubbling over to a point that wasn't okay, really. And it was funny because nothing bad was really happening or had happened to me. I loved my job. But I was, I suppose, you know, 27, burning the candle at both ends, partying, not looking after myself. Well-being wasn't a thing like it is now. You know, people were not going to the gym every day and drinking green juices. And we weren't looking after ourselves. This was kind of like the early noughties. And I really got to a burnout place and I started suffering with anxiety, which I'd never experienced before. It's so funny that you say that because I was talking to someone the other day and, and they were just saying like the word anxiety was never used really. Do you know, I hate the word anxiety so to describe anxiety because you're not ang- like everyone knows what anxious is like your anxious is a normal thing. Anxious mm. is a fine thing. I'm happy being anxious. I am not happy with anxiety. Anxiety is completely different. I right. think that's one of the worst things for people who suffer with anxiety is the name of anxiety. Do you know what, what I mean? What would you call it? <laughs> <Blah>! <laughs> like something without... Which, I am know, feeling really... Blah! Yeah. yeah, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. You know that feeling. Mm. Um, and again, it's a, it's a bit of a buzzword now, isn't it? Again, wrong word for it, but, but people are talking about it. it. That's great and it's brilliant, but back then, no one was. And I just thought I was going a bit nutty. Mm-hmm. And started with panic attacks and actually pretty early on realized that it was kind of obvious that I just wasn't looking after myself. And actually, if I went back to basics and looked after myself a bit better, then that might be something that, you know, would help. Uh, What a surprise. And so I took a year where I trained as a nutritionist, trained as an aromatherapist, got really interested in what I was eating, got really interested in exercise, not in a big way, I'm no marathon runner at all, but you know, just getting outside and moving, going to bed at a decent time, doing the stuff that up until 27, like who does at all, right? Well, I mean, I'm 28 and I'm feeling a lot of feelings right now with what you're saying because it's like, I didn't do any of that stuff and all yeah. of a sudden I'm starting to feel like things are piling up. Yeah, bites you on the bum a bit. It does it? and you can't shake it off yeah. in the same way that you exactly. used to be able to. Exactly. And you're, yeah, you're, I think you just kind of get a little bit tired of it and that that was great fun if I went back I wouldn't rewrite it any other way you know partying through your 20s and having a brilliant time is part of being in your 20s right and that's great and that's fantastic but I do think you know you get sort of later 20s it happens at different times different people and suddenly you can't push yourself you can't burn the candle at both ends as much as you might have been able to do Mm. 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and it comes to us all Mm -hmm. and it came to me and it and it did it kind of it, it bit me on the ass and 
and I thought I gotta I've gotta sort of look after myself now. Right. So you had this great job at Glamour yeah. and one day it was all kind of piling up and you just decided to quit your job and do all of these classes? No, no, no. So it I I had this kind of I came to this sort of uh, this this crossroads, if you like, in my life and I started looking after myself. Still enjoying the job. Job is fantastic. Bobbing, bobbing along. Um, Were you working and, for Joe Elvin? Yeah, I love Joe. Ah, you know her. <laughs> yeah, she was my boss. Yeah, funny, brilliant, great fun. Yeah. But you know, she's tough, yeah. and it was tough. Oh, and yeah. I like a tough environment. It's tough at Neom, but it was tough. And um, and I became interested in well-being and look after, looking after myself. And this was just sort of, you know, uh, it wasn't even a hobby. It was just a thing that I was doing alongside my job. But as part of it, I became really interested in the aromatherapy. And I remember kind of getting to a point where I would make these little blends dependent on how I was feeling. You know, was I feeling a bit anxious? Was I feeling that I was lacking energy? Was I feeling that my mood wasn't great? Yada, yada, yada. And um, and at one point, my husband, who was, is a sports teacher, I created a little blend for him and he would come home on a Saturday after he'd been playing football all day and I'd be adamant we were going to go out partying on a night and he was like, oh my God, I've got no energy. And I was like, look what I've made for you. You're going to feel like a new person in half an hour. Get in the bath and he'd put those magic drops in and I would put them in and he would get up and be like, oh my God. God, this stuff's amazing. And at one point, I made 32 little bottles of this, and he sat, he took it off with him to the football team. And so I was kind of like, this was not, it was not a side hustle. It wasn't meant to be anything. It was just this thing that I did that helped me feel good mm-hmm. as part of all these other bits and pieces. And I thought, God, I think there might be something in this. I think when I look around, so many of my peers at that age particularly are feeling this um this kind of that they've got to this t-junction and feeling the effects of you know stress or lack of energy or uh, mood kind of swings dips whatever um and needing that kind of boost of energy it seemed like everyone sort of fit into one of those four categories if you like and so I thought there's something here to to start a brand. And at the same time, my sister was working at um, Friends of the Earth. She has always been a proper greenie. She got like an OBE for services to climate change when she was 30. She is, you know, the staunch greenie in my world. Greenie, I like that term. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'd go around and the heating wasn't turned on and she'd have like, you know, she was dressed in a hessian sack, (laughs) level of greenie. So it was obvious if I was going to make things, I was very interested in naturals and the importance of using naturals for us, for the environment, of course, not for putting things in I didn't want to put in, but also because the amazing effects of using natural ingredients. So that was kind of, and it was very new then. Again, you're going back to 2005. Like there wasn't even Whole Foods here then. Yeah. There was just, you know, a couple of really crusty health food shops. Right. Where things smell horrible. So this idea is kind of percolating to create something. And I'm still working at Glamour. And I was literally kind of going in the toilet to take call. You don't, don't tell Joe that. Joe, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> Going into the toilet to, to, to take calls. And then eventually I went down to four days a week, which I always advise people when they wanted to start something. Like, you know, just drop down to a four-day week and, and see if you kind of can see those green shoots of something growing. Is there any sort of – you need some kind of confidence that this thing's going to work, or, or I would have done, rather mm-hmm. than just jumping from one job to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a trade show early on, and I remember we had this massive long queue of people because we'd made we'd made candles, and you know people know us for candles now, but we've now got hundreds of different products and 
but back then that was that was the thing that we made and that was really just because we didn't have the cash to make anything buy anything other than just one line of, of products so we had these candles and I was stocking them in my spare room taking them down to the glamour office posting them out from there decided to do a trade show the trade show, we had like the longest queue of people, you know, no one was interested in the woman with the handbags at one side and the woman selling, I don't know, like ch- toys at the other side. And so he thought, oh, this is kind of boding quite well. You know, everyone's kind of interested in our stall and our story about why naturals are really important and how there's very few natural candles and how they can work as a treatment when you light them and they fill the room and you breathe them in and this well-being kind of story, it really started to resonate. Mm. And so that was the that was the kind of start of it. So there was no there was no light bulb moment, but there was this kind of percolation of this idea kind of came to fruition, I suppose, from all these different strands that had affected my life, my sister, mm. my own anxiety, my knowledge of naturals, the fact that the natural market back then was just, you know, n- there was nothing around, no choice. Yeah, I mean, I, there's so many things you just said that I want to just elaborate on, but I'm going to start yeah. with the fact that um, you mentioned that health food stores used to be these crusty, gross, weird oh, places. Totally. And I have been thinking a lot about this because I was thinking like, when was the first time I went into a health food store? And how did this change? When did this change and why? What do you think? I, I wish I knew the name of the health food store that I used to go to because um, somebody asked me this the other day, but I remember distinctly at the end of Bond Street uh, when I, I was working there for Condé Nast and thinking I needed to buy my sister a birthday present. And I thought I either go right to the health food shop in centre of town, of which there was only one in W1, and get her something that smells pretty gross mm-hmm. in a brown paper bag, but, you know, has got the right ingredients. Right. In. Or I go left and I go to Selfridges or Liberties, I, I can't remember, you know, one of the big department stores, and I get something that looks beautiful and smells nice, but with a with a nice bow on, but is full of stuff that she wouldn't even concede putting on her. And right. The, what, that was definitely a moment for me. I think probably Whole Foods really, if I think back, made a, was really helpful. I know people have mixed feelings about, you know, do they is everything great in there? But I think it's it really shifted the dial mm. um, and and got people to want to go and dwell in those places. And the food industry for me has been so inspiring because. You know, I was born in the eight, well, seventy seven, and brought up in the eighties. My mum fed me on microwave meals. I mean, oh yeah, that was the Same. thing. That was the thing. She yeah. didn't think she was being lazy. She was she was giving us what she thought was a nutritionally packed meal. Yeah. And very quickly you saw, I remember as a little girl, you know, mothers turning over those packet packets and, and, and looking through and there was like the E one oh two scandal. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. And and so suddenly, quite quickly, the food industry changed and, you know, whole food eating, clean eating, whatever you want to call it, we kind of moved and understood that. And I've always been waiting for that beauty, you know, um, epiphany to sort of happen. It's happened a lot slower, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, And even to this day, it kind of really, it really makes my soul sink a little bit that, you know, most women can't turn over the packet of any product that they have in their bathroom cabinet and and really understand the ingredients list Mm -hmm. on the back. But food is an inspiring industry, I think, for, for beauty to sort of follow suit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny that you say that about the ingredients, because I almost remember the day my mom first started to look at the back of the yes, ingredients. Yes, I do. And I, you know, it was yeah. just such a, a weird 
thing now looking yeah. back at it, but there's a lot of educating around it. And it's the same with beauty, you know, totally. especially with beauty. It's like these really long names of things that you have totally. no idea what they totally. mean. Totally. And I think, oh, it's such a big argument. It's such a big discussion that kind of I've just been in actually with someone before I came here on a shoot about I'm so happy that we're now starting to realize that, you know, the importance of using natural where you can, how amazing natural can be. We're starting to understand that natural can also mean performance. Mm -hmm. You can have your best looking skin. You, you know, you can create some amazing fragrances through using naturals. But I think the thing that we've also got to be careful with is not only obviously the greenwashing that everyone talks about, but I think the other thing is brands launching with kind of quite ineffective natural products because right. we've moved quite far in terms of people being able to use natural beauty products that are genuinely product and have amazing, um, sorry, genuinely natural, have amazing ingredients inside them that actually do the do. Mm -hmm. And I think if we, you know, we've just got to be careful that we don't go back and put like, I don't know, uh, clay on our face or, you know, a little bit of turmeric or whatever it may be. I don't know, something that's so basic because ultimately with naturals, I feel you've got to think, you know, this thing is going to stand up against the synthetic counterparts mm -hmm. and do a better job. Right. It can't be like the poor relation. The moment it's the poor relation, it doesn't work. And I think for us at Neom, what I love is we get about 30% of people coming to us because they love the natural organic side of the brand. We get about 30% of people who come to us because they love the fact that we're all about well-being and we genuinely can help them sleep or de-stress or whatever. And then we get 30% of people who come because they're just like, the brand's cool, it smells nice, I like the boxes. And I like that. Yeah, you know? that's, that's great. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I know you know this is a call-in show, and actually, I could play any of these questions for you right now, and they would all be relevant, but I'm going to go to the first question, which is the marketing Sorry. type of question. Yes. Okay, here we go. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss go hey estee my name is caroline and i am from san francisco and my question for you and nicola is i don't know if i'm saying that right nicola nicola i'm not sure but my question is 
do you think that beauty products and the act of self-care through different like products can make people feel better about themselves or do you think it's just kind of a marketing scheme um yeah i hope that made sense and i hope you all have a great day it's a brilliant question and i love it but unfortunately i don't think there's one answer to Mm -hmm. it so you know in no particular order of course like you know there's always going to be those brands that jump on to you know what they perceive as a trend and and try and piggyback on that in a really kind of flimsy, flaky way. Mm. And it annoys me more than it annoys you, believe you me. Because <laughs> it kind of ruins it for the rest of us, right? right yeah. So, you know, that really does annoy me. Um, and I always say, I think you've got to, the onus has got to be on us as consumers. And I class myself as that because I don't just use Neon, right? I use loads of other brands. I'm always interested in, in other brands. To really kind of get behind a couple of brands that you can really trust and are transparent and really talk about the ingredients that they use and educate yourself. Because actually, the other thing is, you might not be as interested in going quite as natural as the next person or quite as well-being. as like It's a very individual thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about finding what's important to you, uh, what ingredients are, are things that you want to use. God, what's right for your own skin care, your own face, et cetera, et cetera, body. And then thinking that that's a brand that kind of marries up to all those ideals and needs mm-hmm. and wants. And that's a brand that I can trust going forward. So that's one thing, because, yes, I think you can't. It's like anything in life. And unfortunately, you know, if I walked out here, could every fashion store, could I be kind of confident with where their sustainability ch- chain, you know, is? Mm-hmm. Well, no, unfortunately. So I think you have to do a little bit of research yourself where that's yeah. concerned. And the other thing is, I think when Neam's concerned, I'm really bothered about we took a big topic such as well-being and I was really really um, adamant that we would not just say here you go there's that there's that product and there's a silver bullet on its own that's like that feels really disingenuous to me can my pillow mist or my sleep candle help you sleep oh my god yes is it going to help me sleep on your own on its own if you've been drinking five coffees all day and you've not you know been out in the fresh air Mm -hmm. and and, and, no it's not but the onus is on the brands I think to very much talk about that so I have a whole content team which I do not need in any way to from a commercial point of view but feels like the responsible things to do to talk about when we say here's an amazing product that can absolutely help you sleep and yes it's kind of you know as natural as it can be and the essential oils are in at the highest possible content and we've tested it on like thousands of people but also here's some advice around it so I think with a big topic like that that's really important Mm -hmm. I mean I think people everywhere are still looking for that quick fix and it's like we're all exhausted so it's like if I see sleep candle I mean maybe not me but I can see how somebody would see that and be like cool I'm gonna light that up and I'm gonna fall right to sleep but of course you know well-being is such an all-rounder thing you know it has to be paired with all of those things totally Um, I mean I make sure that every product that we have even the leaflets and that go inside the boxes give you sleep tips that are outside of the product right it's really important to me that we you know we write ebooks and we publish them for free you know they can go to you you can get hold of them very easily so that information hopefully if you go into a neom store or if you're buying online you can't get away Mm -hmm. from that extra info but yeah i think um it's a big it's big topic yeah but like in your sleep candle for instance i'm assuming there's lavender in there or something like that yeah it does 
lavender really help? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, so I think with essential oils, there's a few things you've got to be really mindful of. So one, it's the quality of the oil. So there's lavender and there's lavender and there's lavender, unfortunately. Um, there's You can say that there's lavender in a candle and it's not just pure lavender. It might be a drop of lavender and then a whole load of synthetic booster. So the purity of not only that oil that's steam distilled and hasn't been kind of, you know, um, created with any chemicals is first pressed and is in at the full inclusion, i.e. there's no synthetic kind of additive to make it smell more lavender but been made cheaper, right, is really important. Secondly, to make sure that it's blended with the other correct essential oils. If you put too much lavender as a single note on its own, that can actually give you energy. So that's why I really saw an opening with Neon because I was like, actually, let's create the right blend. So we actually have 19 different essential oils in there. And quite often, well, not quite often, every time I launch a product, I'll start with a blend that I feel is going to work and works for me. And I'll test it on like my husband and kids and then my friends. Mm -hmm. And then we go out really wide with just checking, did this actually help? help you sleep did this actually help kind of with your anxiety or whatever it may be because the blend of the essential oils coming together is really really important and then the third thing is making sure it's in at the right inclusion kind of goes back to what I said before but you know you've got tiny little bit in and you're in a massive room it's not going to work right Mm -hmm. so that's why the standard neon candles have got three wicks I need to talk about your candles Nicola (laughs) they're the best they are the best, aren't they? There, there's they are. really nothing else to be said on the topic of candles. Oh, they you. are the best. I've seen them in the back of your in your pictures. I, I use them beautiful almost exclusively. Oh, I thank truly you. think they're the best candles. And I remember a long, long time ago, this was before you had any stores, and this is when I was just starting to become a blogger, and I went to a Neom event. And I think this is probably when you first started doing like blogger outreach and all of that stuff. And I was given a candle and I was kind of thinking to myself like, ooh, like what's so special about this special candle? You know, it's a luxury candle. And I remember the first time I burned it, I... I couldn't believe it. And the way that you can just see the oil burning yeah. on the top or whatever yeah. that is, what makes your candle so creamy and perfect and amazing? I think I've just got really, really high standards. Mm-hmm. I mean, the product is 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 amazing. It, 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 you know, it speaks for itself. Yeah. But I reject things over and over and over again. You know, I wanted that to fill an average size room in like 20 minutes. And we were burning candles when we were when we were doing kind of the trials initially pre-launch, and they'd smell quite nice, but maybe in the corner of a room, mm-hmm. and they were like you know giving off black soot, and, right? And they were kind of cloying in the back of my throat, and I was like, this thing has to work as a treatment. Let's bear that in mind. We sold initially just through spas. So I was like, how is this woman going to experience this candle, right? She's going to go to the spa. She's stressed out. She's paid, you know, £60 for a massage or something. She wants to keep that feeling going when she gets home. Mm -hmm. That's what this is about. It's not about something you bring out for a dinner party. How can she keep that feeling going when she gets home? Yes. And it was like, actually, if we created something that threw as much essential oil into the air after about 20 minutes, that in that period between two to four hours, when she's sat watching TV or she's in a room or whatever, and she's breathing it in, then that treatment's really going to work via the inhalation. So I sort of started from that place. I didn't start from the product. 
Does that make sense? It does make sense. And they last for such a long time. Yeah. I think that's another thing I love about the candles is because, you know, obviously I get sent some on occasion, lucky me, but also I buy them all the time and I buy them for friends and, yeah. and family members and stuff. And everybody says, like, you really feel like you're getting value with that candle. Yeah. Well, it was like in the heart, in the in the early days, it was really hard to justify mm-hmm. spending that much on a candle. Yeah. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. If you get two hours of burn time, two to four for each for each um, um, session, if you like, mm-hmm. when you're sitting with it, how much does that cost per treatment? You know, and we worked out actually it was about £2.70 okay, per treatment. Right. Because I think nowadays, I don't know about you, but, you know, even if you've got a bit more you know, cash to spend and you're in a fortunate position, I think there's a value built into how we shop. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're looking for how we can get something that's great quality um, and has amazing, you know, ingredients or provenance or whatever it is. But we are a bit more savvy now than ever before. Mm-hmm. I think kind of, you know, mm-hmm. two decades of financial crisis has, has kind of made us like that. And I'm like that, you know, I want to know, well, that, a candle it's 45 pounds or it's a jacket and it's 200 pounds or whatever it's going to be why and what's the kind of what's the value within it yes. and I don't mean buy one get one free value I mean the kind of sensible thought around yeah, it yeah yeah and so sure. I think we try and build that into into everything that we do it's just a modern way of thinking mm-hmm. you know for sure for sure and speaking of you, you mentioned that you put like packet filled with essential oils. I want to talk to you about aromatherapy. And I got so many questions about aromatherapy in for you. So let's play one of the questions. Okay. Hi, Estee. So I guess my first overall question is what is aromatherapy and how does it benefit your overall health? Is there anything that I can do to use aromatherapy to de-stress myself? Or what are some good combinations that I could put in my house that would benefit benefit me and my husband? So we, question. we've already kind of um, talked about that, but I, I can see if somebody's never really used aromatherapy products, or you always hear this word and you're like, okay, I get it. It's oils, it's this and that, but, yeah. but how does it work and what does it do and how should we be using it? Okay. So the first thing to say is there's still an awful lot not known about essential oils. So we do a lot of tests on the oils as to how they actually work in modern day environments as to if we put this blend on you, how did you sleep at the end of the day? Because I think that's really important rather than us saying the plant oils work in this way and there you go, it's constantly testing. So that's one point. The oils though fundamentally work because when you breathe in the fragrances, they travel to the hippocampus in your brain and it's a part of your brain that stores memory and parts of the oils will kind of trigger, if you like, feelings and moods within you so parts of the lavender plant will trigger feelings of relaxation parts of you know jasmine will trigger feelings of calm parts of you know lemon will kind of uh, invigorate you so that's kind of how it works and and either works via inhalation or absorption so it can go as you breathe it in straight to the hip either which way it's going to get itself to the hippocampus in the brain but it's either going to work through you breathing it in through your nose or it can work through absorption as well I did not know that I did not know you could absorb it you can absorb the effects you can absorb so something like a bath oil Mm -hmm. you know is a double whammy all right I just thought it was the scent I had no no idea that's why so I'm a bath addict like ultimate addict and I did not know that me too yeah. me too so you know the the fact the triple whammy hit me <laughs> there's a quadruple oh actually. girl <laughs> 
So you would light the candle. You would get into the bath. You would sit in the bath for about 10 to 12 minutes. It sounds very prescriptive, but actually that's about the right amount of time for it to go into your bloodstream via, you know, your absorption on your body and then also through you breathing it in through inhalation. So you will have the essential oils through a bath oil. We also do a foam as well or or, or some drops if you were going to buy them from a health food shop or something. So you will be breathing that in. And then if you do some really great kind of breathing techniques, I mean, I love Infoset and out for 11 because that really kind of reduces brings your blood pressure down right and you're doing this in the tub if you're doing that in the tub so you've got you know the maximum amount of kind of inhalation of this oil you're absorbing it in the same way and the breathing is kind of calming you down so assuming you're not wanting a kind of uplifting bath which we do as well that's kind of like the you know that's the Piesta resistance well I really love uplifting baths and I think nobody ever really talks about them I quite like this. Isn't that the ultimate sort of indulgence? Getting up, actually, hangover bath. Woo, love it. It's a really good one <laughs> because you just feel like a little bit tender. Yeah. You need to get the bath, but then you put, you know, some energy boosting drops yes. in or something and it's great. Like a Saturday morning yes. bath yeah. to get you going. That's yeah. the best thing yeah. ever. Yeah. I also, we've mentioned your candles, but I have to tell you, my current favorite product from Neom is the diffuser. Oh, the pod or yes. the diffuser? The, the diffuser pod. with the... Well, wait, wait, what's the pod? The pod is the electronic one. Yes, that's what you I like. That. Yeah, it's what's the, cool, Oh, the diffusers it? with the sticks, right? Diffusers with the sticks. Okay, the pod. And people, people are like, well, I don't need all three of these. What do I need them all for? That you need them for very different things. You do. <laughs> you do. I put that pod on my desk and I put the oils in there. I think there's one in those little sets like make you happy yeah. or something like yeah. that. I put that on and I press play on that pod and I do my emails and it just really makes... It, everything it really gives you a smile, doesn't it? Hard. Do you yeah. know what that fragrance was so is so interesting. If I do events and I quite often still will, you know, go down to maybe a John Lewis or a Phoenix or whatever, mm-hmm. so many people come up to me and go, I was really suffering from, you know, I was really not in a good place this awful thing happened to me or I've just been feeling really down or yeah. whatever else. In fact, s- testimonials daily like this and, and that happiness fragrance just gives me that real kind of boost yeah. in the same way that, you know, de-stress really helps people. But the the pod is amazing and we've just, it's just gone absolutely nuts. Has it? Yeah, it's kind of, it's one of those things where I think you have a candle lit maybe on an evening when you're saying, right, it's a Netflix evening, it's my night in, I'm going to chill, I need to de-stress tonight. A re-diffuse is something more, you know, you're going to put it in the guest bedroom or your bathroom or whatever mm-hmm. else. I put it in the wardrobe. It keeps you. Oh, your, lovely tip. Yeah, your yep. um, clothes smelling quite nice, etc. But it's somewhere where you kind of want this low hum of a fragrance that you're not going to, you know, maybe go in that room for a day or mm-hmm. two, hallway. But the pod is like, right, I've got home. Hit me with it. It's been a shit day, isn't it? You put yeah. you put it on whether you need to go to sleep quickly because yeah. you've had a late night or you need that kind of happiness. And it fills the room in like, you know, seconds, not minutes. It's instant. And yeah. I love the mist. Yeah. And I love that you can put the light on. So my kids, I got one, I got them both one for Christmas. And they were like, oh, does Santa know Neom? And I was like, I know, we're <laughs> big now. We hit the big time. They're like, oh, I can't believe it. You know, and then there's this whole quizzing of like, where did you drop the things off? Did someone come and get them? Did some elves come? Anyway, that's they both adorable. Got one. They both got one for Christmas and they have them on. I say, right, you have an hour with the pod tonight. The light goes on and then it automatically switches itself off after an hour. So it's great with kids. It's really become like part of their right. routine. So ar- aromatherapy is good for kids then, would oh, you say? Oh, man. 
it's really good for kids. I right. mean, I, I tested everything on the kids before it's launched. And, you know, we're doing skincare now, right? So yes, just I was just sent that yesterday. Yeah, it's, which is why I'm looking all a bit flush because I've been, I've been filming it today. But we've been doing skincare. I have a son and a daughter. My son is redhead with fair skin. So I always think if I test things on him... <laughs> That's like, you know, the ultimate test, right? It works, it's fine, it's nice on his skin. So yeah, I always test things on the kids. And things like pillar mists, you know, my daughter went off on a camp the other week. She wouldn't be without it. Two of the other mums text me going, oh, my little boy, Ralph, he always has to take it when he he does. Yeah, it's really nice. Well, yeah, I mean, it is very, very calming. So of course it would work with kids. I actually have a question. I don't know if you know the answer, but I keep hearing every time I burn incense or anything, people are like, this is bad for pets. Have you heard this? I well, it's difficult because you know fragrance. There's a lot of synthetic fragrances out there, mm. and you know when we started launching the candle originally, all the research that I did on paraffin wax and all the carcinogens that it emits into the atmosphere yeah. was being very much compared to cigarette smoke. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like you know, it's that is a is not a great kind of area, and so. Where does that finish in a synthetic scent start? Right. I mean, I don't produce synthetics. I don't work with paraffin wax, but I wouldn't like one in my home, whether that was not good for me or not good for a pet. I don't think that's good for anyone. Right. That. And it's a crude oil derivative, right? I mean, it's tr- it's like when you really start to think about it, it's like, why am I burning that why? in my home? Why? I need and to go people, check out my candles. You wouldn't consider letting someone light up a fag, would you, in yeah. your living room? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. But you're happily got, you know, crude oil candles burning with synthetic fragrances. I know. So whether it's not good for the cat or it's not good for you, I, it, it's, it's not, not good for anyone. It's not good for me. I need to look into it, though, because I do like doing incense. Can't you just make an incense that's like pure essential <laughs> oils? What, they're like little old kind of yeah. stick things? Are you a hippie at heart? I think so. A little, <laughs> a little bit. My mom's like a rocker. Is she? And I feel like she has a little hippie in her, too. So <laughs> I think the well-being pods are like a real step. My husband was like, what's this? <laughs> you know, is there a proper Yorkshireman? This is very odd. And he's like, oh, I quite like it, actually. <laughs> that's probably a step into it as... Um, so we, we spoke a little bit about our morning baths and how that invigorates us. And we talked about the pod as it's a de-stressing thing. What things do you do to de-stress? I was actually just mm-hmm. at a, an event this morning with Gwyneth Paltrow, oh, the wow. ultimate. And she was talking about all of her breathing techniques. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you practice all these breathing? I know you do mentioned you know, the seven. Do you in. know, I, so I have my own kind of kit, if you like. But something I feel really passionately about is that everyone needs to create their own kind of well-being toolkit if you like right. and yours is different to mine's different to Gwyneth's and I know like you say everyone's looking for that quick fix and so I'll tell you mine but I think the really important thing is that you find yours mm-hmm. and you know that's going to be um, really individual as to whether you are a stressy person or yeah. maybe you're you know you've got no energy or yeah. you find it hard to sleep or, or whatever and it may be. And you have to find that stuff that connects you with you. You have to and you know what you have to realise that it changes as well. Mm. You know you're 28 living in London fast forward 10 years and you're in the sticks and you're juggling kids your needs will be different. It's oh, a daunting and, idea and, and, of my future. Changes, but I think it needs to fundamentally have some kind of eye on movement. Is that you know going for a brisk walk early in the morning, or is it you know doing spin class? It has to have some one eye on the kind of foods you eat. It has to have for me, it has an eye on aromatherapy because I find it helps me so so much. It has to have a really big eye on 
um, you know, kind of how you feed your soul. Mm. You know, the books you read and the friendships that you keep, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. They're all really, really important and, and part of a much bigger puzzle that helps you de-stress and, and sleep. And like the caller said beforehand, you know, it, it feels wrong for me to say, oh, yeah, my de-stress is, is in using that one bath oil. Does it help me? My God, yes. Do I have to pair it with those other things? And is that the right thing? Yes, absolutely. Supplements for me are hugely important. Yeah, hugely important. You know, we launched a magnesium body butter because you can, you know, that, that works better topically than it does through a pill. And that's always, I mean, before we even had our magnesium body butter, I would sort of put that on topically. I find magnesium really important. I love CBD oil. I think that's really, really great. Um, I like a good vitamin B. I love really great quality Amigas, all from brands that, again, you have to really know and trust. So breathing is, is great and it's really part of that. But for me... All of those things have to be in check. Yeah, definitely. I think when I kind of first started looking at this self-care stuff, um, it was at a time in my life where I really, really needed it. And it felt so terrifying to start thinking about everything I needed to change. You know, I was like, I need to change the books I'm reading. I need to change the shows I'm watching. I need to change the way I'm eating and go to the gym all the time. It just seems like such an undertaking. But I think one thing I've learned is that just one one step at a time. Well, we have this mantra, which I actually have inscribed in all the stores, which is small steps, big difference. Ooh, good. I just think, you know, I don't do yoga on the beach at eight in the morning. You know, I'm not a size eight. I, you know, I'm busy working mom like anyone else and, you know, fall off the bandwagon and eat a Twix and, you know, have just, you've just made me a builder's tea. Like, do you know what I mean? I am not a well-being warrior. At all. Did I make that tea all right? <laughs> you made it very well. Okay. Good Yorkshire tea. It was, your, it was yeah, actually Yorkshire. Yeah. But you know, you were there going, is it almond milk? No, it's just normal milk. It's just a normal milk and it's just Yorkshire tea. And I am very much that kind of every woman that has just found that there's little things that you can do, small steps that add to your day, that don't make it difficult, that you don't have to change things fundamentally, that you can enjoy, that you can be inspired to do, that you love doing, that make ultimately a really big difference. I mean, we literally had a caller ask just this question. I'm going to play it right now. Hi, Estee. So I'm a really, really busy mum and I'm just always on the go and I never really stop to just take time for myself. Um, So I was just wondering if Nicola had any tips or some advice um, that can really make me feel more relaxed. Thank you. I know that I'm not a mum. Well, I'm a dog mum, but... um, That's a mum. I feel like a mum with him. (laughs) Bless him. Um... I get a lot of people, if I'm like in the tub, they're like, I'm a mom. I don't have time Uh to take a bath. I don't have time to do this. What are those like, I know that quick things don't make, you know, they make a difference, but they're not the whole picture. Mm -hmm. But what are some quick things? Like if you're really stressed out and you're really feeling like you're going to lose it, what can you do? Well, you know, I'm nodding along with that because I have two children and, you know, they're 10 and, uh, sorry, I should know their ages. That would help, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm so sorry, I don't know their ages. Uh, nine and 11. You know, we were at that club stage, running to football, running to netball, etc., etc. So I totally feel your pain. And I think the first thing to say is, you know, it's just a really stressful period of life. I don't give yourself too much um, too much of a hard time over it because 
it is what it is. We're in the kind of that sweet spot of madness. So I think, yeah, the yoga on the beach is not going to be possible and something that aspiring to is going to make things a whole lot worse. But I think it's taking those little moments. And, you know, I have a dog too and we all walk the dog when we get home from school. It's not every night. Of course, there's the nights where we've all screaming and shouting and fighting with each other. And we don't take the dog for a walk. Um, I can't, you know, sit and meditate every single night. But actually, I can generally get a bath at sort of, I go up at 10 o'clock in an evening. I'm pretty religious about that. And I will sit and I will make those 10 minutes work for me, you know, 10 to 10 past 10. And then I read for 20 minutes. So when they're in bed, I'll do that. Um, I do take the supplements, like I say. So there's little things Mm -hmm. that I think I do that doesn't mean carving off a huge amount of time. And when I can do, when I get the odd day off or when my husband says, I'll take them to football today or whatever, you know, then I might go for a longer walk or something. So I think it's about cutting yourself the slack and trying to almost kind of multitask. You know, I light a candle when we're all watching TV together. We go, oh, we're going to have a nice de-stress candle tonight. We're going to light that whilst we're watching TV. It's a little thing, you know, but in the context, if you build the these things into your life you know you start eating you know more whole grain foods you make your own packed lunches it's bits and pieces Mm -hmm. and two or three fall off or don't work and that's fine but if you can start moving towards it and seeing it as you know not a luxury I hate the idea of me time I hate the saying of me time. the saying me time it always makes me think like why why do I have to schedule that in ridiculous ridiculous yeah So I think it's about taking those moments and making them work a little bit harder for you, really. Yeah, for sure. And I I think also it's about, like you said, building it into your routine. You know, it's like, I don't want to, I know for myself, I take a bath every Wednesday and every Sunday. And it's a long one. Do you not wash between Wednesday and Sunday? Yeah, I take shy shower. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit of a moment then. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> that would have been a real spanner in this episode. So I wash twice a week. No, I, I shower every day, but I take a long, luxurious bath oh. Wednesday nights to get me through and Sunday and usually Saturday or if I'm hungover. Yeah. I love how I said usually. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just the little things, isn't it? But it's yeah. the accumulation of them. You know, it I always use a pillow mist. I always, you know, I like to kind of give put, put the uh, magnesium body buster on before I right. go to bed. This stuff doesn't take me time. Right. And I don't do it all the yeah. time. But it's just kind of swapping things for maybe slightly better right. choices. I will say about the pillow mist, whenever I have a, a male suitor over over to my place and I use the pillow mist, they're always like, what is this? And then they have the best night's sleep of their life. I let, do you know what makes me always laugh about the pillow mist is if my husband has friends over, same. So I always think women going to buy into marketing and a story right. and a brand and a package way more than a guy, right? But if Dave, my husband, has friends over, they'll have a good God, what was that thing at the side of the pillow? I sprayed it and I was like, Ripnol. And I was like, oh, we're winning. We yeah, are winning. For yeah, sure. Testimonial. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so quickly before we wrap up, well, hopefully not that quickly because I really want to talk about this, is how did you go from those trade shows where you got your candles to creating this gigantic brand? You've got stores now, brick and mortar stores. You're everywhere. You said hundreds of products? Yeah. You don't have hundreds I of I think products. we've got about 127. That's insane. Might be 137. How do you go from, you know, a, a niche brand, basically, yeah. to whatever you want to call yourself now? 
a huge yeah. success. Well, I, d- I don't see it like that. So that's really nice that you say that because I think you always, you know, you don't perceive it in the same way that the outside does. But I think we've built Neon brick by brick and it's really interesting. Everyone always says like, when was that big break? And I think we almost kind of expect that, you know, things take off quickly or they move faster than than we think they do. Mm. And uh, there's it's about breaks and moments and big legs up. And there was none of that for Neob. You know, there was honestly none of that. It was brick by brick. We built it up. We were one spa after another. It was me going around and explaining to all those spa therapists, you know, this is the difference between a normal carrot and an organic carrot. I mean, I was I was explaining crop rotation to them 14 years ago just to get the concept out there. Right. Um, you know, the odd celebrity would, would be a fan, but it didn't really equate to that many sales. So I, it's a long haul. You know, I remember about year five meeting Nikki Kinnaird from Space NK. Mm-hmm. She said to me, it takes about nine years to get a brand to be a really decent household name. And I was like, are you joking? Nine years? I've just had a really successful career. No, yeah. I can't live like this for nine years. And she was right. It really did. I think it was about year nine or ten that suddenly... You know, the phone started ringing for us all the time and people were interested. And, you know, I don't know if I knew that then, if I would have started off on that long path. I mean, I can't lie. I kind of wish I didn't know that. I know! <laughs> we actually have one, one more question that I yeah. that I forgot about, but it just goes right along with this theme of starting a business and especially in, in today's beauty world. So let me play it really quick. Hi, this question is for Nicola. It seems like there's a lot of people who are looking to start businesses in the wellness, self-care, bath and beauty categories. So I wanted to know how long it took you to start your business and what advice you'd have for people looking to create their own business in those categories. I mean, the only thing I would say is the the category is exploding and that's brilliant. It's really genuinely great for us because people are interested in talking about it and I don't have to just explain Neom as well as educating people on natural and well-being. So that's helped me out hugely. But it's about being original. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, the the launching brands through social platforms, etc., allows us to tell stories so much better than, than when we launched Neon, which is amazing. But those stories have got to be original um, to get the cut through. So I think, you know, I always say you don't need to do something hugely new. You just need to reinvent the wheel. Sorry, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You you know, you just have to do a better kind of wheel. I think that's really important because so many people stall because they can't think of the big idea. However, I think you have got to be really original because in a world where people are starting brands and can start them from their bedroom and, you know, um, and, and all the PR and explaining of the brand is done through Instagram, i.e., you know, much easier than it used to be. To get that cut through, you've got to really think about that originality because Mm. copycats, I don't think, stand the test of time. Absolutely. And I've met so many brand founders over the years and on this podcast. I'm just so fascinated by brands and how they work and how they were built. And I think one thing that I've really... um, paid attention to is the passion of the founder and you know I look at people like you and it's like you're you're still doing all those events at John Lewis and this and that and it's like (laughs) trying not to (laughs) but yes dragged into it but you know it's like you really have to have that passion behind the brand 
And I think keep that passion somehow. Yeah, I mean, it's an extension of you, isn't it? Neom is almost, I suppose, in my head, me but better. Do you know what I mean? Like, like my lipstick, my <laughs> lips, but better. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 it is, you know, I try and keep it real enough, but it's a person that I can relate to. You know, I can tell you what Neom, if Neom were a person, would eat for breakfast. What, you know? what would it be? Well, it would probably be, um, you know, it would probably be granola with, you know, yogurt, but maybe a nice little kind of topping or something. Right. Do, do you know Got what it. I mean? Got or it. it might be, but then on a weekend, it might be solid, let's have eggs benedict. Totally my favorite. Exactly. So it's just kind of mixing it up in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you've got to kind of know all of that element and bring the brand to life in a way that, you know, I've just been shooting, as I said, for the skincare. And it's like, would the Neon girl wear these pajamas or these pajamas? I'm like, those right. pajamas. Definitely. And of you course. just know. You just know. Yeah. You know, would the Neom girl have this bathroom or that's this bathroom? Definitely that bathroom. Um, so you've, you've kind of got to know, as a, know, it, know it as a 360 entity. Got it. Well, that's a really good tip. Yeah. So what is next for Neom? Well, face care is our biggie. Yeah. Um, and for a long time, I thought, gosh, can we play in this space? I was blending my own face care and have been for years and years and years. Um, and really kind of uh, buoyed by how amazing if you get natural actives that can be in terms of just making you look your best. But for me, I felt like what we were really owning now is well-being and in the four pillars that we always talk about. And I think that you only really look your best if those four things are in check. And actually, if you're stressed, it shows in your skin. And, you know, if you need a boost, that shows in your skin. You know, if you need to sit, that shows in your skin. So I think a lot of the kind of skin issues that we have come from lifestyle scenarios. And so on that basis, I was really kind of quite buoyed as to what we could do helping you if your skin is kind of a product of a very stressed lifestyle and doing that in a natural and a very purposeful kind of way. So that sort of is where the skincare was was born out of, you know, can we do something that is super effective, that works as well as we were saying, you know, the candles work, right. regardless of whether it was natural or not. Can we then do that in like the most natural way possible? And can we do it that's really about those modern sort of lifestyle concerns? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's how we're going to start shopping and seeing skincare a bit more. Is not necessarily I've got greasy skin or I've got oily skin or I've got spots or whatever. But yeah, I totally think that, you know, the stress that I have, whether it's internal or external, is affecting now the way I look. Mm. You know, I'm sat in an office all day long. I live in central London. Pollution is kind of clearly getting to me. I need something that's going to decongest me or something that's going to, you know, give me that sort of real glow. Mm -hmm. So skincare and and the story of how that kind of links to your well-being is really, really, really key for me. Um, We're opening another new store early next year. I don't know if I can say where it is, but it's London anyway, somewhere in London. Um, And we just launched Guildford, which is over three floors. It's got six treatment rooms. Oh, my god! The treatments are insane there. I want a treatment. Oh, my God. You've got to come have a treatment. They are so good. And we don't, you know, we don't take a booking of what, I mean, you can say, look, I want an hour massage or something. But we kind of say, don't tell us what you need. We will tell you where your well-being is out of kilter and we will 
treat you on that basis. Oh, wow. So it's really nice. We kind of do these little tests to find out about your lifestyle. Right. And then, and a lot of people come in and say, oh, no, I know what it is. I just need the stress treatment or whatever. And we'll find out that your underlying well-being need is quite often very different. It's a bit of an aha kind of moment. Interesting. Very yeah. holistic approach. Yeah, so cool. where can people follow Neom or buy Neom if they're like, I need one of these candles? Well, I think the best place is in our own channels because you always can, there's quite often different offers and we explain things, mm -hmm. how they work together. So neomorganics.com is always good. You know, and if you follow us on Instagram, it's at neomorganics or I'm at Nicola Elliott Moss and you can kind of find the most about the brand there and obviously link to buying it. But we're also in the majors and in really good spas around you. So, wow, I, I'm, that treatment just sounds amazing. My last question for you before we go is... Pick your top three favorite ah, Neom products. I know it's hard. I well, it. I'll, I'll tell you mine. Okay, so candles, obviously. Yeah. I love the bath salts or the scrub. Do you mean the, you mean the magnesium um, They're pink salts. and they're in a... Yeah. Yeah. Multi-mineral magnesium yeah, bath salts. That's yeah. like one of my favorites. Yeah. And I, I honestly think the diffuser, but when I saw that magnesium body... Yeah, the, the pod. The yeah. pod. I keep calling pod. it diffuser. <laughs> I think that uh, magnesium body butter, I saw that on my uh, desk this morning and I was like, oh, oh that I, could Yeah, be. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that, you know, at the moment we only do it in a really big size, which is a real pain because I came over the other night and I had it in a paper bag with me to come to London for the night. People were like, what's that? I was like, that's testament to how good this product <laughs> is. Uh, magnesium body butter in the perfect night's sleep. Really can't sleep as well without that product right now. That's definitely one. I love the body oils. I think yes. they're absolutely amazing. They're packed with vitamins. And if you go on holiday, I mean, we just take a couple of bottles for us. We go through a lot of it for the family of four. We never, no one's ever peeled. Not even my redhead son, ever. Well, wow. So that's amazing. So I love that. Oh, and scrub with it as well. I know. Oh, and I think really of the new face products that are coming out, we do a great day glow face oil. And that is really, really good. Ooh, I cannot wait to try all that skincare and stuff. Well, thank you so much, Nicola. I know you had a very busy morning and I really appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you so much for asking me. <laughs>